Hi, in this episode, I interviewed Anan Al-Norani, serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, and advisor to royal families in the UAE. Look, that's in an episode that I really suggest listening because he shared his personal experience and learning working with the Sheikh Al-Maktoum and the royal families. He also shared his bold, incredible, bold, aspirational vision he has for himself and for the Future Innovation Summit is launched a few years ago. It was some interesting leadership lesson in principle that I think will be very relevant for you and for your team. So stay with me, stay tuned, because that's going to really be a great episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. In today's episode, I'm so excited to have with me Adnan Al-Norani. So, Anani is a serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, and advisor to royal families in the UAE. And Anani is also the founder of Future Innovation Summit and the chairman of the board of Leo Investments, uh, Technologies, Apollo Management, and H2H General Trading. He's a visionary leader and a believer who works to the core of his strength to bring success to the UAE and the international community. He's also highly recognized for his humanitarian work, which is really something that uh, I'm very proud of, you know, as a guest in the show. And he has more almost 20 years of experience uh, working with your families of the Emirates. And uh, his primary expertise is government market, UAE law, finance, investment in business in the Z, in the GCC region. So, Anan, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, it is my honor to be in this great webinar. And uh, today, I hope I will give my experience, my knowledge to the audience, and they can be uh, useful to them. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. So, and by the way, for you in the audience, so Adnan has a really large uh, following base on LinkedIn. So he's definitely uh, someone that daily inspire the audience, you know, with uh, ideas, insights, and also learnings and quotes from his personal leadership is a personal experience so that's where we connected and that's just the beginning of a stronger relationship so before getting into the main topic and the topic is you know what is the you know big vision and future that Anand has as a leader but also for his own country before getting to that uh, Anand just uh, briefly about your personal uh, experience you know you you work for mm-hmm. almost 20 years you know in uh, in different areas but primarily you know you work with the royal families and mm-hmm. i think as as a european although i know so much about your country because i i'm, I'm there every every year but tell us more what does it mean working for the royal families in a country like uae okay so there is a two part Part of the royal families. So when we say royal families, it's in Europe, they, they think it's different. Royal families mm. in Europe means there, there is a families with all history. They have the, the biggest funds. They have the biggest com- uh, companies. They call them royal families. But in UAE, in, especially in GCC, when you say royal family, it means uh, the, 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 the members of the, of the royal family of United Arab Emirates. So we call them the sheikhs, that they are the sheikhs. Mm-hmm. They have their offices. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, Al Maktoum from Dubai. We have uh, Al Qasimi from Sharjah and Ras Al Khaimah. We have Al Nahyan from Abu Dhabi, and Ektra Ektra we have in different cities. Right. So, what was your major learning working for the royal families? So, I I started my 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 journey when um, 
I was, let's say, uh, 18 years old when I mm. finished my high school. Then I start to to work. I will tell you a little bit better story about me. When I when I graduated uh, in the high school, I go to my father. I told him, my father, I need you to pay me money for my university. <laughs> so he he smiled. He told me, my child, I will not pay you the money. And I look at him. I say, what is going wrong? We are we are uh, <laughs> we are in in good family and not. Uh, not poor, not rich. We are medium family. So he told me no. So I start to give my CVs to a lot of comp- companies. Then I I joined Al Ansari Exchange. And when I joined Al Ansari Exchange, it was the uh, first time I entered the finance uh, mm. uh, field. So they told me that you have experience in exchange and finance. I told them no. They told me we will take you for a courses three months. And you need to learn. So thanks to God, when they take me to the courses of three months, in one month and a half, I study all the courses. I was I was at the top uh, right. people to learn to, to learn fast. Then I I grow in Al Ansari Exchange and uh, Muhammad Al Ansari, Fuad Al Ansari. They really truly they are a very great leader. I learn from them. Mm. They are the owner of the of the largest exchange in let's say in UAE. Okay, Al Ansari Exchange. Then I finished my university. I paid after four years of my hard working. Then I saw my father. I asked him, you know, for us, we are we are from old generation. The new generation is different. Mm. So old generation, we cannot uh, see to our father's uh, eyes or talk or to be rude or to disagree with the father because this is how we brought up. So when I So when I saw him, he was in happy mood. I said, this is the time to talk to my father about what happened. <laughs> so I go to him. I say, father, can you give me a little bit time, 10 to 15 minutes opportunity? He told me, yes. When we said, I told him, father, I want to know why you didn't pay my university. He looked to me. He told me, are you happy from your result? I say, yes. You become a self-made person because you you grow and you understand uh, what to do, okay, or uh, how to talk, mm. and uh, how to achieve um, and achieve the goals or the the and and success in the uh, university and bring high mark. You understand. So today you are the man who you are. You are a truly man. You understand the value of the studying and you understand the value of the money because you learn from your labor and you uh, success and you bring high mark and you graduated from the university. So now my term is you want a car, you want a house, you want me to open company for you. I'm ready because you make me proud. Mm. Okay. So I told them, father, thank you for your service. Four years I struggled from my labor, I will continue my journey. <laughs> so after the Al-Ansar exchange, I, I, I worked with some royal families, uh, Al-Maktoum royal families. It was great experience, uh, great leadership from the, the Sheikh by himself. And um, it was, uh, I worked with the Sheikh Mana bin Hashar Al-Maktoum, God bless him. He is a very great uh, guy, uh, great uh, leader, great businessman. It was a great experience for me. I learned a lot of things. 
I grow with them. Then my journey start to be a businessman. Mm. So, yes. Let me stop a, se- a second here, Anna, because yes. a couple of observations what you said. First of all, I mean, look, I, th- I think I grew up, I wouldn't say, I mean, my family paid for university, but I really understand you, the point that you made because even my yes. family, normal family, always said, look, yes. when you watch something, it's something that you have to do for yourself. You have to learn how to, to get what you want. And I really love the, the lessons that came from from your father, also considered the new yes. generation, right? Where unfortunately, at least in my perspective, they get everything for granted. You know, Everything they want, they get mm-hmm. it without really making any efforts, hard work. So of course. one thing I have to say from the past generations, right? Our families, our parents, et cetera, at of least course. they taught us how to do things on ourselves, right? So not get yes. anything for granted. So that is a great lesson. Um, the other thing, you mentioned the Sheikh Al-Maktoum. So we all know about him, his incredible vision, passion. Of and course. Of when course. he wants something, you know, he makes sure that things happen. What yes. is in, uh, having work uh, aside him, what do you think is one of the most important uh, traits uh, that Sheikh has? What makes Sheikh Al-Maktoum so powerful, but also so incredible, effective to bring a vision to reality? See, one thing I learned from them, uh, respect and humbleness is mm. very important in their life. Mm. They, are, they are very humble. They are very respectful to all the people, to all the culture, to all the nationalities that they, uh, they meet. Mm. You know, this is what I learned from them. The, the vision that they have, that they, they want to create something for their, for their country, not only to serve the country, to serve more than 65 nationalities that they are gathering in United Arab Emirates, mm. that they are here. So they, they, they have their own businesses, their own hotels, their own companies, and how to make the, the country to the better place, how to make the country to success. This yes. is very important, you know. A true leader always listen to his people. So this is what they are doing. So they, they, they always, they don't sleep at night. They, they're working hard, working um, just to serve the people and to serve the people that they, they are in the United Arab Emirates, they are living. Because, you know, UAE is the country of opportunity. UAE is the country of vision. Mm. UAE is the country of world record. And UAE is the country of tolerance. So it's very important for us. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Look, um, and you confirmed my my feeling and my suspicion about is the yes. fact that he is a very humble person and he wants to serve the country. And I like the you know the spin that you put there. It's not just your own people, but also building a country for in service of all the nationalities they live yes. in the country. I like that. Yes. I like that. Yes. Um wonderful. So all right. So uh, after this experience has been, you know, as far as I understand, really incredible revealing for you. And I'm sure yes. that all this experience has helped you to grow as a leader and not only mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. But then you decided to, after many years, to become a proper businessman and you started to launch many different ventures, your own board or activities. And most yes. importantly, you know, you, you're working on one of the most uh, fascinating summit events uh, that mm-hmm. is uh, in the region mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit more about what's your vision about innovation because that is the main topic of your summit what's okay. the vision 
why you're doing and what you're doing. So just for us to understand the, the, the impact that you want to make on society. Sure. So past my experience, past uh, eight, nine years, I went to a lot of conferences, to a lot of summits. I was a speaker. I was uh, uh, absorbing these conferences and summit worldwide. Something I was seeing that some conferences and summit, they have value. My respect to some conferences, they don't have value. Mm. So for, 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 uh, for the, the main challenges that we, we face as a uh, event organizer or a, as, a, as, a, as a conference, that we need to add value to the audience. Today, if the audience are coming, they need to see great information. They need to learn. They need to see a massive people in the, in the conferences because we are, we, if you want to be successful, you must go back set of the quality, not back set of quantity because yes. to go back set of the quantity is easy, but quality is hard to create. So I create the future innovation summit to, to serve the generation, to serve the students of the university because it came, it popped up to my brain and I say, why I don't create, it's, it is not my field. Never it was my field to create a conference and exhibition. Mm. So it, it, it came in 2020 when I decided to create the name Future Innovation Summit. It took me seven months to create this name. <laughs> okay. Wow. Because we always say, we, we always say, when you want to create a company name, it's same a, a small baby born when you want to give the name. So if you, if, if you give wrong name, his old entire life will be bad. If you give him good name, so entire his life will be good. Yes. So you need to, you need to be always to be uh, uh, focused and to understand what kind of name you are giving. Because at mm. the end of the day, it will come international. Yes. So I created the name in 2021. We created the first conference and exhibition. It was an intercontinental with my great team. And imagine I was the first guy in the worldwide to create a conference and summit in 45 days. Wow. Yes, it was in 45 days. It was in social media, in the TV channels and everything. I bring massive people to my conference. There was uh, IBM, United Nation, uh, from the government entity, the IFC. There was uh, from the um, education section, Dubai Land Department. Um, there were uh, Dubai, uh, uh, this one Dubai Health Authorities was there. So also the, the boxer, famous boxer Habib was guest of honor in our conference. Mm. Okay. So thanks to God, we, we, we success. They always say the first, uh, the first job or the first business, it is your image for the future. It is the gate for the future. Either you fail, either you success. I like that. But you launched yes. you launched the summit during COVID. I mean, the first edition was 2021, right? Yes. But you created during essentially the COVID, uh, unfortunately, the yes. pandemic. Were yes. you aware about the potential challenges or risk of launching a in-person conference when actually at the time, you know, every event were essentially terminated? So... I mean, that is really bold. And I like that because you have seen a vision regardless the current constraint of the pandemic. Yes. Is that right? Did mm. you think about that? In the life, if you are not risky, you are not a businessman. Mm -hmm. They always say no risk, no story. So you need to, to face the challenges because you see, we have two people in, in the life. 
Either you're born to be talented and successful. Either you're born to not be talented and you be a normal guy that always be employed and you never grow. You never mm-hmm. have a vision. See, there is a two people. I will make it more better to the audience. We have two people. Let's say, let's call it a, a, a guy with vision, a guy with mission. Uh-huh. So, so that with the vision, you grow and you will be a leader. With the mission, you will be employment and always your life till you grow old, you just get a salary and you don't grow. This is the mission. Nice, nice. It's a, a nice distinction. Um, yes. So, Anand, tell me one thing about the, the summit. I mean, without mm-hmm. getting into details, I know that there will be another amazing edition in November, mm-hmm. as far as I remember, 2023. No, it's, no, it's, it's October. October, 10, 11 sorry. of October, yes. 11 of October, sorry. Um, and then, of course, uh, by the way, at the end, we will put this, the, the link of the summit in the show notes so people can sure. go there and start actually getting mm-hmm. involved with the event. Um, you said before, it's all about value. So one of the typical objections that people normally have about events is the fact that so there are so many events, as you say, most of them are no value. Um, most of them are cheap in terms of the quality of the content, etc. cetera. Um, how can you make, uh, you know, in today's world, an event, a mm-hmm. conference, uh, valuable enough so people can really say, okay, that is the only event I want to attend, for example. What is your strategy? Uh, regardless, I mean, uh, of course, it's by bringing incredible guests, but what, what else? What else can you make, can make your summit unique in the future? Okay. So I already created a roadmap of 10 years. Mm. So the fourth edition will be in United Arab Emirates, the last edition. Then okay. we are going to, to international. Nice. So we have a we have, so we have 10 countries in our mind, Singapore, UK, US, Brazil, Mexico, Russia, uh we have uh, Japan, China, and we have a Hong Kong, then we will come to Saudi Arabia, the last destination will be United Arab Emirates to come back to our uh, our country. And duration of the 10 years every year will be in one country to put the awareness about our success and how the conference and an exhibition that we are creating, it's very unique. Because after 10 years, we will franchise the Future Innovation Summit to more than 56 countries. Mm. Wow. We already have the trademark of the Future Innovation Summit in more than 126 countries. We have the real uh, Portugal Madrid already we applied. We have already the trademark. So nobody can copy us and We want to make the Future Innovation Summit in future, unique exhibition and conference worldwide, same the Forbes, same Adidas, same Nike. We will be the first one in the conference and ex- an exhibition to reach to this level. And after 15 years, why we don't be in the, let's say, in the share stock? We can be in NASDAQ also to share the sales of the Future Innovation Summit to the public. Wow, that is ambition. That's clearly ambition. Yes. And- I can't just, you know, uh, help myself for wishing you good luck for this amazing journey. Um, what are you learning right now as a leader? I mean, you were before as an advisor, as, you know, in, in um, primarily yes. in uh, serving others. Now it's about you, right? Mm-hmm. It's you, your yes. business, your, your summit. Now you're leading an organization that has a, such a big, amazing, bold plan for the future. Yes. So... 
what are you learning right now as a, yourself as a leader, primarily in terms of challenges? So how do you see it? Besides the, the, the traditional business challenges of scaling a business, you know, mm-hmm. getting guests, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'm more curious about your challenger, challenges as a leader, as a CEO of your own summit. What mm-hmm. do you, you know, what sometimes, you know, you are concerned about? You know, I mean, I'm curious mm-hmm. about your personal journey as a leader right now. The most challenges that any leader can face when there is a lot of lot of issues in front of you and you need to sort it out. Mm. Not alone. You need to work as a teamwork. You need to have a great people surrounding you. You need to have in your life a great people that they adding value to you is very important. In this life, nothing is, is impossible. Everything is possible with the goodwill and good faith and good hard working. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Today, you need to work very hard to reach to your goals. You know, if every every year you put a target for your goals and every day you wake up early morning and you say, I will do it, I will do it, it will happen. Because because it is in your brain. So you need to function your brain that I need to success. I need to grow. I need to reach to my target. I need to do something for the society. I need to do something for the humanity. I need to do something for my family, for my country, for the people that they are surrounding me. Because I cannot fail. Because the failure is not an option. You need to continue your journey. The journey is very hard. The journey is very um uh exhausted the journey is very with a lot of challenges but today if you want to create a legacy you want to go to be a, to to be to create a history you will lose a lot of precious things in your life and you need to be ready for it because if you continue your journey and you reach to the end so whatever you lost the precious things it was worthy to continue your journey i love that in other words to simplify or to summarize what you just essentially just said is all about mindset having a such a positive yes. mindset about the ability mm-hmm. to succeed regardless you know the old obstacles constraints limitation that you mm-hmm. see every single day because you have a bigger purpose to achieve right of so, course of and that course. is the it sounds like that is your drive right that's your drive yes. to work harder etc how do you cope with the with the stress. I mean, I, I people like you, because to some extent I'm very similar. I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm very similar. I have a similar situation. So where we, you know, when we strike for success, we have a big plans for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I mean, clearly we work hard, we have a purpose, but at the same time, sometimes we need to face the reality that we can get under stress because we have to many things to achieve. And when we see something is working, but we still want to go to the next level. It's a kind of a dangerous cycle where we get involved there and then of we course. struggle to see ourselves in a in a more in I would say to to stay true to a commitment that we have, but also is all the, 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 the point of feeling well, feeling healthy to be mm-hmm. in a child in a journey like this. How do you cope with stress or with these challenges that you have? Actually, good question. Let's see, there is a two things. If today you are sad or you have a stress. So a stress, 
if I'm I'm a st- I have a stress, I read the books a lot. I mm. do sport. It's very important. And I go to nature to meditate myself. It's very important to reconnect to the mother nature. Today, if you are sad, my advice to you, go back to your family. Can be your sister, can be your father, mother, brother, your wife, your children. Because when you are sad and you are stressful, they also can impact you. You can be happy because a moment that you see your family, you talk to them, you see the face, you say, no, I need to remove the stress. I need to remove the failure. I need to, to remove my depression or sadness out from my mind. Because this all people, they're counting on me. This mm. all people, they want me to be a better version of myself. It's very important. Uh, yes, I love that. And I love your your advice. It's something I do too. I think, I think that's, that's super helpful. Um, so going back to your leadership journey. So yes. what is your leadership principle? I mean, you mentioned a few things, right? You mentioned about the mindset. Uh, is the failure is not an option working hard, although, you know, you have to stay, you know, uh, be surrounded by important people that are going to really help you to achieve things. Right. So, but what is, uh, in, you know, in few words, your leadership principle, something that, that I would say, I would call it the North star of your personal development. So what, what are the two or three things that you really, that are important for you from a leadership standpoint? Uh, first is edge to edge, human to human. It's very okay. important. Okay. The second, the second thing is I want to create a legacy that people can remember generation to generation. They can remember what I did. Yeah. Either, either, either for the humanity or for the society. And the third, and the third one to create an ecosystem, a beautiful future ecosystem for the generation, because my children, your children, all the people that they had the children, they will lead the future. We are only the fuel to motivate them and push them for the better future and great success. Yeah, well, that, that's great. That's great. I like that. You know, fuel for uh, for them. Um, so th- that's that's wonderful. So if I, if you look back on your, I mean, your journey, you you said that, you know. You have been around uh, people that are really inspiring you, especially in the early in your in your life. You yes. know, for, for starting from your dad, then to the, you know, to the companies that you work for, and mm-hmm. then the shakes, etc. Um, is there anything else, any other learning that you can share with the audience about what did you learn from them, rather than in, in addition to what you already said? Is there anything else that we missed? Yes. So, I learned that. As a humans, we create money. Money cannot create us. Mm. This is what I learned. Mm. Humbleness is the is the element key of success. It's hard working and surrounding yourself with the knowledge and book is the weapon to great achievement. This is what I believe. Today, in your life, there was someone that inspired you. That's why you are the man today who you are or the person who you are today. My, my, who inspired me is my grandmother. She's alive. She's 85 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. She's, uh, she's alive. I remember when I continue my journey, she, she was always there to feed me, to take care about me. Imagine I was 19, 20 years old and she was taking care about me. 
And she was always telling me the stories about the success, the old civilization, the kingdoms, the kings. And she was always telling to me, I will pray for your success. You are my only grandchild that I love and I care because you cared about me. Till now, we are a, a big family. I'm the only one that I call her now. And I say, grandmother, what do you want? You want an ice cream? She tell me, yes. I will run away from all my business. I will go to her. I will buy ice cream. I will sit with her. I will give her 50, 30 to one hour time just to put a smile on her face because she deserved. Uh, I love, I love, I love the, the, I love the story. You know, and also I think it reminds me that, especially in some countries and some cultures, you know, the, when our parents get old, they unfortunately tend to be forgotten in some countries, in yes. some yes. cultures, and which is something I personally believe is one of the worst things that happen in society when we don't uh, appreciate appreciate all the yes. hard work that our parents have done for us and we are not grateful enough or anymore about the work they have done for us so of course it, it speaks highly about you so that that's great sharing and then um last question really is yes. about regrets i mean it's something that i ask many times to the to the guests is <laughs> do you have any regrets okay. so there is something that would you have done different in your career and why if there is something actually it's a tough question you know yes um regret yes i regret only one thing that if i had the capacity if i had let's say more funds more access i want to do more for the society and the humanitarian part Mm. It's very important because every day I think when I see news, I see stories, I see earthquakes, I see children without father, I see a um, lot of uh, uh, crises is happening in Africa. And this, I come sad. I say, God, give me the power to become so much rich to help everyone that I can. God, give me the, the wisdom. God, give me the power. God, give me the that uh, the kindness to do something for the society at least i can do something it, it doesn't matter it can be big or small sometimes the the small things are more than enough mm. this is what we believe so this is the only regret i have in my life i had good life ch ch childhood i had good people god was always with me i had my my family near to me good people surrounding i always Uh, challenge my challenges and I overcome the challenges I success I'm proud of what I did but the only regret is that I want to do more for the society more for the people more for generation more for the humanitarian part this, this is the only regret I have yeah but you still have time right you still have time yes. to make an impact and I think that's that's wonderful I love that yes you You mentioned about books, by the way. So it sounds like yes. you, like me, love reading books, etc. Is there any yes. book that really changed or transformed your life or your way of thinking that it's, it's, it's nice to share with the audience today? Okay, so I have three books. It's very important. Okay. The first book is for Sheikh Mohammed Barashid Al-Maktoum. God bless him. A true leader, great man with a vision. I will show you the book here. This is the book. Yes, yes. Of Sheikh Mohammed Bar Rashid, you can find it in the Amazon, in the yes. stores in United Arab Emirates. It's very great book. 
the journey of the true leader really he i i consider him a school mm. we all graduated from his school mm-hmm. okay and the second book is the the monk who sold his ferrari nice okay the the, the third book is art of war is very important to to read it it's art of war people book. Yes, yes. So people think that art of war, maybe it's politics or art or war or something. No, no, no. It is showing you how the life to be built, how to become your, your, yourself, how to put the strategic in different ways, business, life. It's very important. In that book, there are so many, so many insights that can be applicable and should be applicable everywhere in life yes. and in business it's of it's course. fascinating and i'm glad yes. actually that you remind us about the book so sometimes we tend to forget the book which is incredible well so great suggestion yes. by the way um before we approach the end of the conversation anan so you said the next event the next summit is on the 11th of october would you like no, it's, it's it's no it's it's 10 and 11 of october 10 of 11 october sorry again yes. we'll put all the into the show notes yes Would you just give us in 60 seconds a snapshot of what is going to happen in that summit? Massive people will come. Great people will come. Scientists, students. We will, we will rock the future because it's called Future Innovation Summit. Thank you. That's wonderful. Uh, Anand, thank you so much for the conversation we had today. It was really yes. enjoyable. Where people should go if they want to find out more about you and the summit? Uh, our, our website is www.dfisx.com. www.defex.com. They can find everything and I can share the website with you and you can add it in the webinar. And before we go, I want to, to give one quote that I created to become famous for all the audience. It will add value to them. We must not deal with each other as a B2B or B2C. We must deal with each other as a H2H, human to human. There you will find more opportunity, less competition. Yes, wonderful. I love the H2H. It's something that we should you know remember every single day. Of course. So, Of and course. of course you have a, you are also um, an important figure on linkedin so i um, i actually invite all the audience to look at your work on linkedin too that's sure. another way to get sure. connected so sure. again anan thank you so much it's been a fascinating conversation you and i will talk probably later on too but again thanks for being part of the show today thank you it's been thank you wonderful